Welcome to episode four. I am so glad to have you here. And if you are new here, extra special welcome to you. I hope that you are having a great day so far and I hope you continue to have a great day and to have an even better week. Today is Sunday, as you know, or I hope you know, I do these recordings on a Sunday. So I'm reflecting on the past seven days and they were okay. There were some days that I wasn't feeling the greatest, both physically and mentally. However, yesterday, Saturday was really great. I got to visit an aunt of mine. She lives in the country. We visited her yesterday. I haven't seen her in, uh, I want to say over five years, I'm not sure, but I haven't seen her in a very long time. She is my mother's sister and my mother has not seen her in about three years. This is a trigger warning. I'm going to talk about non-communicable diseases. So if this is something that is um, hard for you to listen to, then you can stop listening from here on out. She actually has cancer. She had breast cancer. You know, she already did surgeries to remove her breasts and everything. But right now, she's actually going through chemotherapy. And my mother also (laughs) has cancer. I'm not sure if I said it in past episodes, but my mother also is battling with cancer for, what, the third time maybe? Yeah, she's done surgery, she's done radiation, um, she's done another surgery, and she is now on, um, I think this is an oral chemotherapy. But anyways, and it was, oh my goodness, first of all, my mother was super excited that we went to see um, her sister because she's close to her and she was not able to see her for the past three years you know since the pandemic and everything yeah she, she just hasn't my aunt has been feeling so down and so alone because she actually lives alone um her son lives in another country and he visits he visits very often whenever he can because you know of course he works but he visited he visits her several times of year, several times for the year just to make sure she's okay and to um you know do any thing that she needs done and all of that stuff but we're here <laughs> and luckily it's it's a drive it's about a 3 hour drive to see her three three and a half hour drive to see her so um we made sure that no more time can pass and plus my mom was feeling up to it physically because for those of you who you know who have gone through cancer or have supported loved ones through cancer you know how debilitating it can be for the person and you know she was finally able physically able to make that journey which is great and it was so amazing going there we didn't even do much to be honest we brought her some things that you know she would need and it's so funny we we weren't even planning to um eat there we were planning to just you know probably take her into the town or something and go and get food and all of that stuff but when we got there she was already cooking dinner 
for us which is amazing because she has not had a lot of strength and everything but she said she was she was just so excited that we were coming that she just found energy <laughs> to do these things because she's just she was just so happy we were able to do little things here and there and but the majority of the time was her just being able to spend time with us and to just talk to just talk she she talked and talked and talked and I don't mean in a boring way she just talked and it was so refreshing to just see her expressions and to see um how happy she was to have this company you know there are a lot of physical things that the treatments can do to your body they can cause hyperpigmentation they can cause extreme weight loss and like the hair loss all, all of those things you know so she, she's experiencing a lot of those things as well um because my mother was not on the IV treatment for chemo she still has her hair but it does a lot of the other stuff to the, the hyperpigmentation the um <clears throat> there are lots of symptoms that I probably won't get into you know there are there are just so many things that they have a lot of difficulty just even things that we take for granted like being able to eat food having taste and and, and just things things that are natural for us and normal for us it's painful for them and she was able to talk about these things and it was so nice seeing her and my mom especially talk because they were able to exchange stories and to feel for each other because they know exactly what each other is feeling or is going through because you know they they're go they're both going through it no it was a joy to see them it's also heartbreaking to hear how much that they both have to endure with this illness and just the treatment itself is already this is something that's supposed to help them but of course it also has so many adverse side effects that it's crazy right i feel like i'm rambling but i don't know how to explain how good it felt to see her and to see my mother light up in that way because she has also suffered with anxiety and depression these things were amplified during the pandemic as well because she had to be pretty much closed off from the world because of how susceptible her immune system is right now and all of those things so that was very exciting to see. It made me feel good. Even though I am having my own set of challenges that um, make me really anxious. And I am having, you know, bouts of depression as well. I don't know. It was so joyful to see them together. And to see how just something as simple as just making a journey and bringing some tuna and um some you know certain drinks and stuff that she has like bringing that was just so or joyous to her and just seeing her family and being able to talk in person was just so joyous to her and to my mom so that was amazing you know we all went i don't know 
There are no amount of words that can describe that that picture <laughs> in my mind. And it made me think about President Monson. President Monson always spoke about service. And he always spoke about giving service, giving of yourself. And he's, he emphasized service, especially serving the people who are most forgotten. He loved the elderly. He loved the sick and the widowed and the divorced and, you know, these women that were just in need and afflicted in some way. His message was always about serving others. And even if we felt down or we're having our own trials, look outward and serve others. By the way, I'm not saying that if you have serious depression or things that really need medical attention, that giving service will just make it go away. No, you still need that professional help. I'm not discounting that. But I am saying, for me at least, it did help a little bit. Um, I still, of course, need other help. But it was so refreshing and it did lift my soul. It did to do something so simple that created such impact. By the way, I really hope that you are not hearing the noise in my background. Um, my neighbor sometimes gets really noisy. I apologize if you are hearing shouts and screams. He just gets really passionate from time to time and maybe it's being picked up in this mic. I'm not sure. I just wanted to share that um, experience because earlier in the week, I had a lot of thoughts about things that were happening. I don't know. Sometimes it feels very petty, you know, thinking about my job, my financial situation, um, some other things like being able to move forward relationship-wise and things like that. It was really getting me down a bit because I realized that mentally where I am right now, I'm in that phase of, what do you call it? I guess it's more like, I don't know, survival, maintenance, Something like that. I'm in one of those phases. So trying to give 110% in everything that I do is just not possible because it gives me anxiety. It makes me feel burnt out. I was running on this high octane at some point and I crashed and burnt. So I have been rising from the ashes I realize that I have to give myself grace and be patient with myself and to know my limitations. Even though I may want to do something, it's just not physically possible right now, right? You can't run faster than you have energy. Those are some of the things I'm trying to keep in mind and trying to be okay with. But at the same time, I have obligations, right? I've just been trying to balance that and trying to work through some feelings and trying to see, okay, what's the next step? What do I need to do to be better without burning myself out? And it was kind of bothering me and 
it was getting to me a bit. Um, I also have a course that I'm doing that's it, it can get a little consuming because it's one of those intensive courses, 10 week courses. And um, there's a lot of group activity and just coordinating with the group and stuff and being able to make myself available and while still making sure that I'm doing what I need to do at work and doing what I need to do personally and taking time for me and getting enough sleep and making sure that I'm eating properly, all of those things. <laughs> These are supposed to be normal things, but sometimes when you're in that maintenance mode, it's so hard to to make sure that you are staying hydrated, you are eating properly, you are getting enough movement in, you are ensuring personal hygiene, you're getting enough sleep, trying to keep stress levels down, things like that. It is so hard. Some of those times, it's it's so hard. So those are some of the things that I've been battling with. I make sure that I do pray about it because I do need strength to just make it one day at a time. But it was great to see this weekend, as I said, being able to focus on something outside of myself and see, because right now I don't have a calling in church, a lot of times I just throw myself into other activities. But even so, it does get overwhelming at some point. And, I, and I, as I said, I was at a point where I just kind of crashed and burnt. So I'm just rebuilding now. I'm just taking it one day at a time or trying to. But this week was a little hard. and Or this past week was a little hard. So yesterday was just so refreshing for me. Seeing my loved ones be so happy it brought a certain sense of joy and peace to me that I don't think anything else could have so we're going to visit her again next month um, based on schedules and things like that it's really hard to commit to a more frequent schedule right now but we are visiting her next month so right now we're trying to maintain a cadence of once a month that's not to say that we don't talk to her in between but in terms of a physical visit once per month she's excited and you know she said that this is something that she we're giving her something to look forward to we're giving her something to stay positive about and to focus on that was so it was bittersweet to hear because i could tell that this is painful for her but at the same time it was so happy to know that we could do that for her, you know? I'm looking forward to that visit. I think it's doing something for me as well. And I know that if we seek to just do any little thing, um, it's so simple, these acts of service. Just visiting someone who is lonely. Helping someone to, I don't know. I, I actually heard a story recently about someone giving thanks for helping someone um sorry someone helping them set up their sprinkler system and it actually brought them to tears that was that was amazing you know it sounds so simple why would you be brought to tears for that but i don't know maybe it was just something they they were struggling with and really needed help with and they were just so happy that someone would take the time to set this thing up with them so just something so simple bring a meal to someone call someone 
And I know sometimes it's tempting to just stop at a text message or stop at a call. And those are great, not discounting that. But there is something really magical about physical service, like being in the presence of someone. It does so much more, even if it's just to wash the dishes, cook for them, I don't know, help them to just tidy a bit or sitting and talking, playing a game with them, whatever it is. If there are loved ones that you have that are in need of these things, please reach out to them. It will mean so much to them. If there are friends or neighbors or church members or just anyone that you can think of that may just need a presence, a body, don't be afraid to reach out. The Lord has asked us to be a peculiar people and these are the ways in which we can stand out from the rest of the world by serving the underserved, remembering the forgotten ones, actually taking our time because guess what? There is no time. I I tell my mom this all the time when she asks for something like, oh, whenever you have time and I'm like, mommy, there is no time. There is no time. I have no time. Tell me what you need and I will make that time for you. Right? Because we live in such a busy, crazy world where there really is no time for a lot of things. We just have to carve out that time. We have to carve out that time. Whatever is important to us, we have to carve out that time because we can fill it with so many different things. If you look on your calendar right now, you can fill it with so many things. But we need to be intentional about setting aside time for these important things. What is it that we can move around so that we can assist and serve in a more meaningful way? I implore you to seek out those and do what you can. It doesn't have to be much, but do what you can. Because I know the Lord will bless them and he will bless you. He will bless you so much, so much so that you will feel that joy and that peace inside. It's indescribable. It really does help to give you that extra spark or that extra push to continue going. And I know that Jesus Christ is our savior and he knows exactly what we are going through. He has perfect empathy. And because of that, he knows how to succor us. And sometimes, sometimes, he uses us to help to succor others. We just need to ask and we just need to listen to know exactly how and whom we can succor in his way. And I say these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.